Welcome to Under the Blanket with your host, Baba Here Love. And here we are in the here and now, under Mirazi's blanket, deep in his variety arm, where there is no separation. And I have uh, a regular guest host, I have Jagadesh, and we're going to read from Miracle of Love, stories of Mirazi, and see what they bring up. But, you know, the fun thing is, Jagadesh is not picking specific stories, he's turning to it with uh, hopefully Mirage will guide his hand. So take it away. Rum, 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 rum. All right. Okay. I opened up to a uh, chapter, uh, Key to the Mind. Stories showing Maharaji's deep concern for his devotees and his proactiveness of them, protectiveness of them, also suggest some suggest awesome powers of mind. It seemed as if he knew everything about his devotees, whether we were near to him or far away. It is no, it is little wonder that we could become fearless, knowing that he was literally watching over us. I was with Maharaji during the time of the partition, and there were so many refugees from Pakistan. That, were, that there was hardly a space for to place a foot. Maharaji and I were picking our way through the crowd, and one woman came and bowed before him and requested that he come and bless a newborn baby some distance from where we were. Maharaji agreed. Further along, the same woman was complaining bitterly of the destruction of Lahore. Maharaji immediately chastised her with a rhetorical question. Didn't that saint in Lahore tell you six months ago that this was going to happen? Ram Ram. Ram Ram. Wow, you won't believe what that made me think of. When he when he talked about when there was a, about protection, like watching over us and that sort of thing, I feel that there's a specific story that relates with that in my life. So I just had left the Ram Das retreat and I was going back to for a semester at college. And I was with this woman who we were friends, but we were making love and, uh, you know, that sort of thing regularly. One time the condom, you know, broke and it was a situation where uh, she could have been pregnant and it's an unwanted pregnancy. And I was really like the idea of her, uh, you know, having to go through the choice. And all that sort of stuff was very disturbing to me and the money to pay for it. Or if she chose to have the kid, whatever it is, being a father and all that, really disturbed me. And uh, I was really worried about my future. And I never had been that worried before about uh, would Miraji protect me from this. So I remember I was reading Miracle of Love at the time about stories where he protected his devotees from such things. And uh, so I sat down and said, why don't I pray for Miraji, pray to Miraji about this? And I had him on my altar and a bunch of other saints and uh, realized beings. And I uh, prayed for the, for the longest time in my life for some specific uh, result. So I made an intention, Miraji, please protect me for life. I said that from such things, not just, you know, the situation with, my, with the girl at the time, but also in general, you know, I really wanted that. And after making the intention, I uh, turned on a Krishna Das CD 
and I chanted trying to, and I yearned for that answer for four hours. And that's a lot at the time for me to pray for something specifically. And it was the most I ever done that in my life for something Mm. specific. And then I left my altar in my dorm room and went to the cafeteria. And then this, and I had told no one about the situation with this girl and the pregnancy and all this, no one. And no one was knowing what was going on with me except, you know, the girl. And she wasn't telling anyone either. And, you know, that sort of thing. So I ran into, and no one knew I prayed about that specifically for that time. Anyway, that's the setup. I was walking into the cafeteria and a Buddhist friend of mine uh, had a psychic vision where he was told to give me a card, uh, even though he knew nothing about any of this. So he walked up to me, he gave me this card that was the three sages of Buddhism, um, a certain branch of Buddhism. Kuan Yin is one of them. And she, he handed me the card and said, not knowing any of this, this will protect you for life. Just my specific question was specifically answered four hours later. And then it was amazing. I held on to the card for years and I became obsessed with the card a little bit. But eventually I gave the card away because it doesn't have to do with the card. It's uh, my inner connection to the guru, not a specific card. I just needed that card as a physical reminder in time. And yes, she didn't get pregnant and all everything worked out fine. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's just a story. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a cool little story. And you know, the chapter is key to the mind. So all these stories in this chapter are kind of like the just demonstrating how easy it was for Maharaji to know our future, our past and all of our thoughts. Just that that that's at the place he lived. He lived he lived there, but he also lived in other planes and other uh, other planes of reality simultaneously. He had access to all of that. Um, so obviously he had access to the key of our minds and does have access to the key of our minds because he's the pure witness consciousness. You know, he's 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 the Atman. He's the Paramatman. He's Brahman. Uh, he is at all. He's all of it because he's completely his, his that form, which is not really the real Maharaji, obviously, uh, was just just play and uh, and uh, to come and teach the West lessons, you know, and uh, and what this story means to me is that this lady was worrying about something and Maharaji basically is to say, hey, I can't believe you're worrying about this. This saint told you about it six months ago. Uh, you know, I'm sure I don't know what her inner experience was, but I'm sure like when the guru does a little thing like this, says something like that in like, you know, just like he said, spleen to Ramdas, you know, it's something just like that probably com- like completely flipped her world upside down. And like and then she saw with awareness the whole situation and how she shouldn't be worrying about this and identified with this anyway. And uh, obviously there is something far bigger than this little war going on in this this town the destruction yeah it makes me think of that song don't worry about a thing because every little thing is gonna be all right so really what where can there be fear when we see it's all ourselves when we have faith the living faith and the oneness what's there to fear really so anyway uh another story right sure um, 
While staying at a devotee's house, Maharaji asked to be locked in the room. The windows were barred and the door locked from outside. Rooms in India homes often had heavy bars on the windows to keep the wild monkeys from coming in. They also have independent slide bolts on both the inside and outside of the door. Thus, if they are locked from the outside, they cannot be opened from within. A short while later, <clears throat> a devotee arrived, asking where Maharaji was going. The host said, what? He's locked in the room. That's impossible. I just saw him on a rickshaw going towards another area. My sister at the time received Maharaji at her door. I went to Kichari. I'm not feeling good, so, I'll, uh, so I, I'll only eat Kichari, he said. Meanwhile, at the host's house, they opened the door and found the room empty, but none of the bars had been tampered with. So they locked the room again. After about an hour, they heard some sounds from inside the room. They opened the door and this time found Maharaji inside. Ram Ram. Ram Ram. So what's your take on that one? <laughs> well, that, 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 that's one of these ones that really gets me and kind of blew my mind, you know, like when we're talking about... When we defy the laws of physics and quantum physics and and all the known uh, laws of nature that are holding this this weather are completely defied by Maharaji. <laughs> like he could become as small as he wanted, as big as he wanted. He could transport himself. He could appear in two places at once. And it's just like these kind of stories. Like I don't even really read that many stories about saints in India that demonstrated it at such a high level uh you know when this book came out but like it was all hidden it wasn't it wasn't distributed to the mass masses until ramdas started doing that like all, this this guru is just this little old man up in a in a plaid blanket in the Him himalayas you know and just like completely defying like uh, what we know as reality because he's beyond it all i mean really now it's it's not hard to you know, it's not surprising so much because I've heard these things and read these things and experienced, you know, miracles of lesser degrees, but, you know, things that were definite miracles uh, many of times. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was nothing to him to just disappear out of a locked room. And they tried to lock him in jail for sitting in the middle of the road. And an army was coming through. Major Ricky locked him up. Every time he'd lock him up, he'd reappear in the middle of the road. And then Major Ricky ended up becoming a great devotee of Maharaji. He said, well, okay, <laughs> he surrendered because it just, you know, his stubborn military mind surrendered because Maharaji was beyond it all. Um, K.K. Saw once said, like, the greatest miracle that he saw was not these people that saw Maharaji directly in the physical, but yet the people that just read Be Here Now and they felt the connection to Maharaji that was he thought was the greatest miracle that they didn't need to touch his feet. They didn't need to see these miracles. They just felt that vibration transmitted through be here now. And what's amazing is, um, you know, I've had these miracles of Maraji. You know, it's like getting involved with him as your root guru and you really open up your heart. You know, these the miracles kind of come along with them. You know, like I saw the book move and I've told stories about this before and all that kind of stuff. And just it's incredible that you could just, he's supposedly dead, but yet here he is, and I feel like he's always around me, not judging me, just unconditional love, and reminding me that life can be magical. But it's interesting that quantum physics now 
And certain interpretations can explain all these things in the sense that consciousness is reality. It's one consciousness. And the manifestations of quantum fields have to do with consciousness. So if you look at it that way, then so many different things are possible like that. Yeah, it's fascinating. Science is slowly catching up. But the, the one thing science will never never get to the point of that because until they surrender the ego and uh, realize that the base of all science is consciousness, which is everything, uh, but that's achieved through going inwards. So, you know, scientists can do as many spirits exper experiments as they want externally, but until the true scientist, the science of the, science of the soul of self-realization, until that science is the main science, and not even the quantum physics science and all this other world is going to make complete sense. At least that's my view. It's got to, it's got, these worlds have to come together, you know, and it's great that we're making such progress and understanding it. But there's still this element that's not understood by a lot of scientists because they, you know, we still can't do things like Maharaji can. Like, you know, we can, but we, we can't do that until, you know, we access that key to the, the, the divine, the divine, you know the hridayam, which is within us, the heart the heart of the divine, um, which is everything. So, yeah. Yeah, that, um, I have to say that there is, uh, there is, um, a, like, the inner exploration of consciousness is, uh, was uh, a term, to a kind of science. You could use the scientific method and go inward and test different consciousness uh, states and that sort of thing. It was called, in psychology, introspection and the modern science has dismissed that almost altogether and uh but that's okay we people know it's it is you can use the scientific method in exploring your consciousness um but like you said ultimately you have to surrender your ego and that doesn't have to do with rational thinking which science is built around rationality yes so read another story ram ram Sometimes when visiting homes, he would come to the door and say he was very hungry and ask if he could eat. In the very poor homes where there might not be any food, he would just say that he was very thirsty and ask for water. In Lucknow, Maharaji took some public work officials in a car to the poorest part of town where these officials do not take proper care of the roads and sanitation. From one of the, the shacks, he called forth a Muslim, who Maharaji called a Muslim, and they embraced. And then Maharaji said, I'm very hungry, but Maharaji, I have no food. Up, oh, wicked one, you have two rotis, flatbread, hidden in the roof. The man was surprised that Maharaji knew, and he got them. Even though Maharaji and the officials had just eaten, he ate one of the with relish and handed the other to the officials, including the Hindu Brahmins, who would never eat food prepared by a Muslim, and said, Take prasad. Ram Ram. Ram oh my God, this, this is what I needed to hear. It's amazing how Maharaji used, used food to bless people and carry vibrations. Because I have a story about that, right? It was during the Paris attacks, and for some reason that triggered me, and I became concerned about world peace and that sort of thing more than usual. And I was like, well, Mirage knows the future. He knows whether the, what's going to happen in the future of the planet. 
You know, why don't I pray for to him to give me a miracle, a sign that shows me it's all going to work out. So I had mozzarella sticks and I put them in the oven and I wanted him to make it for sod, but not just that. I wanted him to, to have a little bit to eat it and therefore bless it, just like in the story. And I chanted Ram Ram. And I said before, I want him to eat a half of one of the mozzarella sticks. I figured that's not asking him a lot. Just the one half of the mozzarella stick. I'm not asking him for to eat all of them. So then I sat there and I was like, rom, rom, rom. For, uh, you know, I think it was like 15 minutes, however long it takes to cook mozzarella sticks. I opened the oven and there and behold, one of the mozzarella sticks half was gone. Uh-huh. And it was amazing. And I even took a picture of it. I had that picture somewhere on Facebook. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, he took karma by eating food. Like Maharaji was no, known to like, like if somebody made food with devotion, he would eat a whole table of food. Yeah, I mean, like more than any human could possibly eat, probably. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he was he's taking karmas from people. I mean, well, that's one of the beliefs is that he was, you know, actually eating people's karma. And uh, you know, that's a pretty cool thing to have somebody do that for you. Oh, it's really nice of him. <laughs> of course, yeah, he did. We got to remember, we don't need the physical Miraji. The physical Miraji is gone, so we can put a picture up and then ask him to do things like this. Well, we, we ate your, we ate your mozzarella stick. Right, you could put a picture up, right, and say, okay, Miraji, I'm into you now. I've been reading about you. You say some mantras, do some meditations, put a banana in front of them, and be like, hey, I need a miracle. Eat half of it or something. You know, maybe it won't happen, maybe it will, but it's it's an exercise. With Maraji, it's okay to be involved in that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. Yeah, 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 it can happen. It's just like a statue can eat some food if you offer it. Yeah, you- <laughs> I have stories about statues doing that in India. So, for, you know, in a Christian mystic tradition, statues cry blood and that sort of thing. True, yeah. Uh-huh. All right, man, read another story. Ram, Ram. All right, Ram, Ram. One more. Let's see. Unless it's a short one. Let's see. Ram, 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 Ram. About meditation and service. Meditation. Maharaji often spoke about the value of meditation as a spiritual practice, and he himself appeared to be in a meditative state much of the time. Yet he made it difficult for most of us to meditate while in his presence. But when we did, the effects were indeed dramatic. Worldly people go outward, but you must go inward like the tortoise, withdrawing within your shell. Meditation is good. One can attain a pure mind by one-pointedness and detachment. Meditate upon the one point, and you will know God. Clear the mind of all worldly things if you can't control your mind. How will you realize God? Maharaji would sometimes say, what do I know? England is so far off. But sometimes he'd talk of England as if he'd been there. M asked him for a portion of the power that enabled Maharaji to see as far as England and farther. Maharaji laughed and said, no, gradually and by practice, you can get that. It is not impossible. Regular sadhana and putting up with any difficulty you come across. M started doing puja and meditation as instructed by Maharaji. 
Maharaji had given him a mantra and told him to start any way he wanted. It didn't matter. After some time, when M and Maharaji were traveling by those horse-drawn carriage, M asked Maharaji about the wandering mind during meditation. It won't stand on one point, but many ideas come in. What do I do? Then suddenly, a small child ran across the road, and the driver pulled the reins to stop the horse, just in time to save the child. Maharaji said, like that, pointing to the driver holding the reins. As the mind will travel here and there in all directions, you should always try to pull it to one point. You should center it with continuous practice. Then automatically it will go to the one point on which you want to meditate. Ultimately, after years, the mind becomes quiet. Ram, ram, ram. Ram, ram. Yeah, man, one-pointed meditation, that's, that's basically, you know, med- that's what meditation's about. Um, and I find lately I've been doing a lot of... Uh, Ramdas guided meditations where the point of the one pointedness is on just being just being with whatever arises and the mind will get caught up in this that and the other thing and then you return it to just being with what arises in the now and I found that I'm deep because of the corona thing I've just been you know taking my practice more seriously practicing a lot going in you know and it's been wonderful and I recommend anyone check out the Ramdas guided meditation libraries yes wonderful well it's been a good session a good podcast and uh thank you maharaji for blessing us all with your presence did you end up with a chant though we have a little bit of time Uh, yeah i can do that i have to yeah Mantra Hinam Kriya Hinam Bhakti Hinam Maheshwari Yapujitam Maya Devi Hari Purnam Taras today Om Shanti 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 Um Sri Guru Yonamaha Harium Harium Tatsa Harium Tatsa Harium Tatsa Ram 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 Thank you all for joining us under the blanket. This has been your host Baba Here Love and Jagadash. Remember, be here now and go into the heart of you. You are the guru. Ram Ram. Ram Ram.